Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop, which is taking place on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer to sign up. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to identify simple solutions and systems that will make a massive difference and ripple effect inside of your center. I'm going to help you create efficiency where you need it most and understand what is causing your school to feel so hectic and where those big pain points are. We're going to clarify your center's priority system to improve this summer. I'm going to show you how to audit those systems. We're going to define your desired outcomes, and you're going to leave the workshop with a simple plan that will make huge impact. And by simple, I mean very simple. No complex, no multi-step processes. Super, super simple. No one has time for long things. No one has brain capacity for extra stuff. We need simple things that have massive impact. Go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer, and I'll see you there. Welcome to the Schools of Excellence podcast, where we have conversations about education, leadership, and building a school of excellence. The goal on this show is to bring you clarity, up-level your mindset, and give you practical strategies and inspiration so you can show up with confidence and trust your decision-making. I'm Khani Wolshansky. I'm a mom of four under 10, a former New Yorker, and been in the early childhood field my entire life. And I'm so grateful that you've joined me for this conversation. Welcome back to another episode of the Schools of Excellence podcast. Today, we're continuing our kind of special series that we have going on now, sharing very specific case studies and conversations that we are having with school leaders who are members of our Directors Inner Circle and our Owners HQ program. And so today, I have another special conversation with one of our Director Inner Circle members, Erin Owens. Inside of today's conversation, Erin shares with us a little bit about what was going on in her life before joining the program. She was really struggling to retain staff, always getting stressed out, and was considering a change of career as an option to just get away from the unrelenting stress that was pulling her down. Since joining the Director's Inner Circle, she's been in the program for almost a year and a half at the time of this recording. She's made connections in the community that are priceless. She's more intentional with her planning, making space for margin and self-care, and prioritizing personal things outside of her center. The amazing thing is, is that for the first time in years, her staff has been able to get focused on their singular roles instead of having to always be filling in for other vacancies. One other amazing point that I want you to think about as you're listening to today's conversation is Erin has become more confident than ever in her leadership, knowing where she still needs to grow and has a plan to reach all of her goals and building her legacy. I hope you enjoy today's conversation with Erin Owens. All right, let's get started. Erin, uh, thank you so much for being here today. I'm excited to have you on. I want you to tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me your name, the, your name of your center, where you're located, and what your role is. Okay. My name is Erin Owens. I am the director at Little Lambs Daycare Ministry in Rochester, Indiana. And I've been here for nine years. And I've been in early childhood education for 19 years. So. Wow. Amazing. Thank you. And how long have you been a part of the Directors in a Circle? I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going. It's been such a long year. I think I believe it's been about a year now. Yeah, just over a year. I think you started in okay. April 2021. So okay. just over a year. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
so tell me a little bit about what was going on in your center um, for you and your staff. What, like, what were some big challenges that were, you were facing before you started Directors of the Circle? We, I think our biggest challenge at the time was staffing. And in terms of several different ways, um, one being that we we couldn't find staff even then, and um, we were struggling to keep the staff that we had, and then just because of like money, but then also for the simple fact of I was a different person mm. back then. So I've learned a lot about myself as a leader, and my staff has tremendously grown in the last year also because of the trickle down the ripple effect yes ripple effect that's the word (laughs) yes that's amazing so would you say that the issue that the challenge that you were having with staffing how is that affecting you personally in your personal life oh goodness so I was always stressed out I cried just about every night to sleep it was my husband was seeing a big change in me and a big difference and was actually encouraging me to look at other things because I just knew it probably had something. I I always take everything inner um, as a leadership, as a leader. And I always did. I am working on that a lot in myself because yeah. it's not all on me. So, um, but that is one thing that I was really taking to heart is that, okay, this has got to be because of me, um, that we can't keep the staff that we already have. But then reevaluating everything, I looked back and I saw that also the staff that we had, we had had for three plus years. And some of them were not even wanting to be in this field for super long periods of time. So for three years for a staff member, there was a huge eye opener at conference this last year when they said, you know, three to three to five years is your, or one to three years is your average mm. nowadays for an employee to be in a job. And yeah, that's what I was looking at. One to three years. Yeah. <laughs> so. Tell me about, did you look at any resources before you found the schools of excellence? Did you have any other programs or resources that you were, you were purchasing beforehand? So, yes. So we not necessarily purchasing <laughs> as much as we were going to like the NAYC conference, mm-hmm. um, the IAYC conference, because I'm from Indiana. So we did their state conference and stuff. And I was going to that every single year. We went to Nashville for the NAYC conference. And it just seemed there was so much information. And you always get like at a conference, you always get all this information and then you want to go back and you're so excited but then everybody else back in the building is like uh okay like, don't throw it all at us right now like let's yeah. take this step at a time but you don't know what you want to work first and you get tools and things like that um but what i found with oh, honey i just love her so yes. what i have found through the schools of excellence is that it's not always all all about the tools. It's not oftentimes about the tools. Mm-hmm. It's about the tools that I already have, the the skills that I already have, the knowledge that I already have, and it's about using that to better ourselves. Sorry, I'm getting a little tear-jerked because okay. this has been a journey for myself as the leader of this place for the last little over a year, and I have come so far 
in this last year, um, just from realizing that I already had the tools and being able to utilize them myself. So um, one of the biggest key um, tools that I already had was my mindset mm-hmm. and changing my mindset to better represent what I was thinking and what I was doing. That was that was the biggest piece that I've really been working on. And then the other one is self-care. I've already got all of the tools. I just need to utilize them. Mm-hmm. So, and how to utilize them is what I've learned through the school of schools of excellence. Amazing. Love it. Tell me how this mindset shift has really transformed your staff. How has that rippled down into your staff? Yes. So we started out beginning of last year, we had several employees. Most of them will just say it like it is. It, they were miserable. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was miserable. And yeah, so I started out, first of all, by just kind of taking the mindset of the ripple effect. Mm-hmm. So I have got to be happy. I have got to be fulfilled. I have got to be filled. And then I can do that for my staff. Mm-hmm. And then I can find the tools or utilize the tools, the resources, all of these things to help with my staff. So it started with me. Um, and I started leaning more into my self-care Um changing my mindset on things. So instead of immediately jumping to, what are we going to do in this situation? It went to, okay, this is what we're doing today. And it's going to be okay because we're all on this boat together and we're going to take this step and then we're going to take this step and then we're going to take this step. And so instead of going into panic mode or essentially (laughs) falling out of the boat, I said, okay, Lord, calm the seas. We're gonna we're gonna get through this day. It's gonna be okay. And um, just took it step by step, a day at a time or a moment at a time. And we started getting through the days. And the less stress I was, the happier I was. The more my staff started feeling confident in what they were doing, and essentially the ripple effects started happening and then their baskets were full and then they were coming to work happier. Those that weren't and didn't want to be there exited. And we, at one point, a couple months, it was a few months after I started, we went down to basically me and like two other staff members. And that was a stretch. It was definitely a stretch, but it was also essentially cleaning the house so that we could start positive and be more positive going forward because the mindset that I was that I was in these two staff that stayed with me they were starting to turn their mindsets also we started going in a much more positive direction with everything we were doing that's incredible that's amazing wow Tell me what your experiences in the program itself. So maybe aspects like the training and the community. So the community, I'll start with that. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm going to end with that because that's the big, the big thing. Okay. So to start, I've, I've loved the Facebook group because that's part of the community too, but 
it has helped me to lean into staying on top of things more. So my calendar, things like that. I'm, it's essentially my reminder of we've got this going on. This is what's happening next. This is what's happening next. And then the community aspect of it, man, oh man. So you always feel so alone as a leader sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I cannot express the amount of community and the amount of relief and the amount of joy I have experienced in the last year being a part of the schools of excellence with people all across everywhere, the world. Mm -hmm. I have connected with people in other states that have essentially like stirred movement in new directions here um, and things like that. So we've gained friend, I've gained friendships through this. I've gained support, director support. I have gained essentially some sisters mm-hmm. <laughs> from across the, these have been mainly from the United States, but it's been, it's just been amazing. And then the, oh, I cannot, if you are even questioning going to conference, I cannot tell you enough, get Go, 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 go. Um, Because I was at another major turning point at that point. And my mindset was just after conference. And I came back. It was unlike, I don't even like referring to it as a conference because Mm -hmm. it was more of a community solution, like, that's, fix. (laughs) It fixed so many situations that were happening. I love the mindset of the people within schools of excellence because they are a lot of, we're solution based. Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're able to vent and understand each other where we're at, but then we go to the next step. It doesn't just stay stagnant and stay in the when, 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 when it's in the, okay, now what? Now we're going to find a solution for these situations. We're going to find a solution for what we're facing. We're going to find a new project and go on with that. So it's been, it's been great, the community. Love it. Is there anything in particular that had surprised you when you joined the program versus what your expectations were before joining? Um, actually, yes. Literally everything. <laughs> so... I was expecting more of a, what I found in like a lot of the other places. So the IYC, like toolboxes, and this is going to be your tool, and this is what you use, and things like that. And But I found so much more out of it being, I have gotten tools, amazing tools, amazing, amazing tools that other people have been using that have put forward or that Honey Yourself has created or you, McLena, have created and gone forward. But I I guess the the biggest thing is that I already had a lot of the tools and it's just learning how to use those as a leader and as a I've even this is even spilled out into my personal life. So so it's as as a mom and as a wife things have changed. Can you tell me a bit more about that? Yeah. I was working all the time. And that was one of my husband's biggest complaints is like, Aaron, you don't have a shutoff. 
So one of the very first things I put into place when I started Schools of Excellence, after hearing about boundaries and setting those boundaries and putting the lock on the door of the office and putting your sign up that says, I'm busy today. Your emergency is not my emergency. All of these things. It's I've been able to put those in place. I've been able to get my work done here. And then I've been able to go home and be Aaron and be wife and be mother because I've put those boundaries in and I don't take calls after six o'clock anymore. And I go to bed early and I don't stress about the next day because I know that it's that mindset. I know that mindset is there and I will, it'll be okay. We'll take it one step at a time and we will get through it. So Mm -hmm. I've been able to shut down and my husband has been able to see me and we've been able to go on dates and not had phone calls in the middle of it and go grocery shopping with no phone calls. And it's been really, really nice. So that's incredible. Wow. I love that. Okay. Tell me about what your biggest win, what is the biggest thing? I mean, I know that you said that your staffing and your mindset But maybe something that's actually happened in your center. What is something that is actually uh, like a big win, something that's really never gone that way before, if you can think of anything? Yeah, actually. um, So we are a Christian ministry. Mm -hmm. And the biggest win I've had since I've been here is we more than doubled in our school age group this year due to all of everything that we've been putting in place. We had... At one point, almost 40 school kids. My usual max around here, the max I've ever had myself, and this was with all the groups together, was 50 kids. And so for that big of a group of school-agers, it was amazing. And we had, yeah, we had 16 school-agers on one day in, in the ministry setting. We had just gotten done with Vacation Bible School And we were going through our lessons and our staffing and everybody was on such a great positive spin on everything. And we ended up having 16 school kids accept Christ into their hearts. And that for a ministry in one day is huge. So that is the biggest thing that has come out of this program is that we were able to build that for these students. We were able to build that for these parents. We were able to build that for these staff and I was able to build it for myself. And then of course, number one, Jesus. So yes, amazing. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. So tell me what goals do you have for your center? Oh, I'm so excited about these. So, okay. Um, So a couple of them are, we're going to continue to build our school age program. We're going to, it's prior to schools of excellence. We've had bring in the school kids. They do homework. They play, you know, play in the centers. We do like one or two little activities or whatever with them. There's not a lot of time in the afternoon. We're a lot more intentional now. And so I'm looking forward to continuing to build that with our school agers and then breaks and that kind of stuff. We've, already started planning like our fall break and our spring break and um, what those look like and stuff. So we plan on building that. The other thing is we actually got a curriculum, a a steady curriculum that we are looking forward to utilizing in our pre-K program. And for the first time ever since I've been here in nine years, 
our pre-K teacher is going to be just our pre-K teacher and not our fill-in for our toddler room or our fill-in for our infant room or whatever else. So I am super, super excited about where we're headed and what we're doing. And I can say right now, another huge goal of mine is I know that I have come so far already in this program, but I I have only like gotten to the tip of the iceberg, to be honest. There is so much more to unpack in this program. And I am super excited to see where that leads me and where that leads Little Lambs and my staff and my families and our community, essentially. So, Wow. Amazing. I love that. Um, tell me what you envision, like your, what you dream of in the next two to five years for your center and how schools of excellence can maybe help you get there. Oh goodness. Wow. I dream big. So that, yeah. So I guess our biggest goal is I want to exceed the 50. I want to touch the lives of our community in more ways than just being an academic program. I also want to hit their hearts ministry-wise. Our, not just our community, but our, essentially our state and our world need community, need mental health help and stuff right now. And so I want, I want to continue to grow that basis here. That's one of our things that we're working on is the mental health. So the mindsets and all of that here at Little Lamb. So in the next three to five years, I want a steady group that is sticking around. One of the other pieces that I did forget to mention that I've really utilized is the gratitude piece and how I was going about that. So one of the things I learned through Honey is that gratitude isn't just, here's a $5 gift card, or here's a cheap manicure set that I bought at the Dollar Tree. Gratitude and filling their baskets is about finding what they're doing well and pointing that out and speaking in their language to point that out. And by language, I mean five love languages in my center. And so we are really focusing on each other and that stuff and making bonds that are forever growing. And so I'm excited for the team that we have now um, to continue to build that and continue to build our legacy Mm -hmm. um, of little lambs. Yeah. Thank you. I love that. If a friend or colleague came to you and they were not sure about joining the Schools of Excellence or the Directors in a Circle program, what would you tell them? Girl, boy, are you crazy? No. No. So I basically would lay out where I've been, where I'm going. And I would 100% tell them that, because I know one of the very first things that hung me up was the money. Mm -hmm. And I'm very frugal (laughs) to my money, but I cannot tell you the immense payoff that I have had in the last year. It goes way deeper, way deeper than money. Money could never buy what I have gotten in the last year of being in the schools of excellence. So I would 100% say, put it all in. Put all your eggs in with your basket because it's, it's worth the journey. 
Amazing. Thank you. Okay. Last question is I want to talk about the Summit of Excellence. So I would love for you to highlight some of your favorite pieces of the Summit of Excellence and what that had done for you. Okay. Yes. Yes. So the Summit of Excellence was groundbreaking for me. Earth earth shaking, honestly. So I was at another crossroads with just trying to figure some certain things out. One of the big things that I found is that our visions were not what our vision should be and where we were going mindset-wise, goal-set-wise, all of these things. And so that was the very first thing that I did is we worked on our visions and our mission statement and all of that. It just fit us better. And then that was one of the things I took from the Summit of Excellence. But I think overall, the biggest thing that I took, and it, I think, really hit home with what's called campfires. That was such an amazing moment as far as my career goes. And as far as my leadership goes, I met with some amazing women in that group. And we, the crazy thing is, is we were all coming from different backgrounds, but all still so similar. And just the matchup of, of that, like you guys spend so much time getting ready for that. Honey spends so much time putting us into groups that are perfect for what we need. And I just, I cannot thank you guys enough for that because that's what I took from Summit of Excellence is that one, that bond. Two, I've been able to reach out and connect with some of these ladies to be able to continue building on what I've already started. And then we've also, I also took away the friendships outside of here. I've connected with a ton of them on Facebook. One of them I'm actually very close to, and we've talked back and forth several times. And through the Summit of Excellence, I was able to continue to tap into the legacy of Little Lambs and what I want that to look like going forward. Why did it start in the beginning? And what were the goals when it started? And where are we now and continuing forward with that legacy? because we we should all leave a legacy of excellence mm-hmm. and that's where yeah that's what i got from the summit of excellence amazing thank you so much thank you so much for sharing with me today your story is fantastic and i'm i'm so grateful to for to have met you and be a part of this program with me i appreciate it and i thank you guys from the bottom of my heart because like i said this is not just this is a life journey that I'm on here at Little Lambs and with the Summit of Excellence or with the the Schools of Excellence. So it's been amazing for me as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope that you enjoyed listening to Erin's story and her journey of growth and development as a leader, as a personal, her own personal leadership inside of her home, outside of her house, inside of her center, the way that she really continues to show up as a leader for herself and an advocate inside of her life. And one of the things that I loved from the conversation with Erin is when she first joined, she was a little bit hung up on the investment because it is a significant investment of time, of money, of resources. 
And one of the things she talks about is the immense payoff since joining. She shares about how it goes way deeper than something that money could ever buy from what she's received in value from the membership. So many times we want to do something inside of our lives. We want to take that leap of faith. We want to join the program. Uh, We want to buy the course, go to the conference, whatever it is. And we get hung up on, but the money, but the money, but the money. The thing you have to ask yourself is very, very simple. Is the value that I'm going to get out of this membership, the value and the impact that I can bring to my center, to my quality of life, to my mental well-being, to my peace, to my serenity, to my legacy, to what I want to be doing in this one precious life that I have? Those are the questions you want to be asking yourself. And so if you listen to today's conversation, you resonated with Erin and you're like, I want that. Or this was me at one point, or this is me right now, that I encourage you to check out our Directors Inner Circle and our Owners HQ program. The link is in the show notes. You can read more about the program. Click the link to apply. Once you fill out an application, you'll be connected to hop on a call with myself personally. And we could talk about um, if this is the right time, if you're the right fit, if this is the right season of life for you to take yourself and your school to the next level. Again, thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. And I hope that you join us again next week. If you are loving the Schools of Excellence podcast and have gotten any value out of it for your school, I would love if you can do two things for me. One, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And two, can you please leave us a review? Reviews help other school leaders know that this is the place to learn how to build a school of excellence. And I would be so grateful if you can do that for us. Your help and support makes this show to be able to be listened by the thousands of other school leaders all around the world. Thanks so much for listening, for giving us your time and attention each and every week. And I appreciate that you have joined us. Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.